Heroes 101 Radio. I'm your co-host, Rock, and with me is the awesome Specter. Hey, good evening. Say hey there. There you go. And we are here to kick your week right in its sunshiny ass. That's what we do here. And uh, in case you've got kids around, yes, we, we do swear occasionally. Um Especially if, uh, if if Spectre pisses me off, but no, just kidding. <laughs> or if I piss him off. <laughs> well, uh, so yeah, we are back. We uh, we had a little mini vacation with lots of fun stuff to do. Some of us got married. Um, Spectre and, and Nightbug actually got married, so more about that later. Um, but we're back. We are formally the artists, no, formally known as Tribe Radio. Um, now we are Heroes 101, and uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to turn it over to my co-host, because you've heard so much of me in the past, and you haven't really heard a lot about him, so he can tell you a little bit about our show. Oh, Take it away, Specter. Thank, thank you very much, my West Coast colleague. Um, so, uh, so this is Specter. So, here, yeah, Heroes One Hundred and One. So, the, the idea here is we talk about all things heroic. We, <clears throat> we, we, you know, we're going to have a, a few of these shows where we focus on. Uh, on <laughs> nice. We, we're going to have a few of these shows where we focus on <laughs> local heroes, local stories. Um, tell you what's going on in, in terms of the uh, the real-life superhero community and some of the stuff that's happening there, but also just in the lives of, of everyday people who inspire us. And, uh, you know, it's kind of going to be kind of geeky as well. What do you say, Rock? Can we fit some, some geek into this show? I think we absolutely have to fit geeky into the show. <laughs> I, it's, it, it would be fighting who we are. Yeah, I so. think Vector would fire us if we didn't fit some geek in here somewhere. Exactly, and we're going to get to him, too, later on in the show. So, <laughs> uh, so you know, here's the thing with this show. You know, we, we always say it'll teach you to be a healthier, happier, safer person, and, and it does, and it doesn't do it in a preachy way. It doesn't do it in a way that's, uh, oh, my God, this is so boring. Would they please shut the hell up? Well, sometimes, but uh, for the most part, you can really learn something. I've had people call us up and tell us, you know what, thank you for that tip because that really helped with this or that. And that's all we want to know is that we weren't just blah, 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 blah all night long. We were actually giving you something to take along on your week, especially if it's been a crappy week, especially if you're really sick and tired of hearing all the negativity that's out there in the world. So that's what we try to do. And um, that's part of who we are. Um uh, and Simon, you want? I'm sorry, Spectre. We're gonna edit that. My, my secret identity ruined. <laughs> Your secret identity already, right? Um, I gotta go back to calling you Spectre all the time. It makes it much Matt Damon. There you go. Matt Damon is his secret identity. If if nobody heard that, you know what? It's cool. It's gonna be edited out anyway. So, um, do you want to tell the good people who we are and why we do this? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and actually, before we do, let's uh, <clears throat> let's tell people that if they want to blah blah with us, right? They can always uh, give us a call on three four seven three two six nine eight two seven. That sounds about right to me. Or uh, come in the chat rooms on the Blog Talk Radio website that we've been uh, blatting around all over the place, and uh, come and talk to us in there as well. Because uh, you know, it's nice to talk to some other people every once in a while as well. Um, you know what? The only problem is, Spectre, you have such a fun voice to listen to. Don't let it go to your head, okay? Cause, but you have such a fun voice to listen to that I think a lot of people are just going to go, you know, I just want to hear him talk some more. So uh, We might have some Brits <laughs> on here as well that just like, oh, whatever. I've heard this before. <laughs> <laughs> Not impressed at all, right? They're like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. She sounds like a New Yorker <laughs> to me now. <laughs> oh, man. Um, because that is where you are. Speaking of um, coast to coast, we are covering you from New York, where Spectre is located, to Cali, where I'm located. So we got you. In yeah, between. we're like 3,000 miles of goodness tonight. Right? There you go. <laughs> uh, so what are we all about? What the hell do we do? Um, <laughs> why, why do we do it? Uh, so we are the Hero Initiative Group. Um, and and we, we do a whole bunch of stuff. You know, we, we try to do anything that inspires goodness in people, that inspires heroic acts. Um and then that that can include things like homeless outreach, like uh, community service and community uh, charity type work. 
Um, it, it also involves regular things like crime patrols, you know, safety patrols, um, things like you, you do in San Francisco a lot, you know, the needle pickups. And uh, really, it, it's kind of see a need, fill a need. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's, I think, why we're all in it as well. You know, we, we look around and see things that aren't right and try to do our best to uh, to chip in and help out. Absolutely. There you go. And, you know, when you said, who are we and why do we do what we do, you know, the whole last four years, the last four years of my life just kind of flashed before my eyes and I went, man, why do we do half of the things that we do? <laughs> we must be crazy. We must be crazy. And that's okay with me because the little crazy is good, you know. Everybody's a little crazy. You just got to find the ones whose craziness kind of fits in with yours, you know. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. Crazy is good. Sociopath, not so good. What about how the uh, the California initiative is doing in San Francisco? Have you got any uh, news or anything noteworthy to talk about on that side of the the country? Yeah, actually, it's uh, it's crazy. We have um, in our group is uh, hosting a bunch of uh, of heroes from um, gosh, all, I guess all over northern and southern California who are doing. Um, a charity run, which we'll be talking about later in the show. Uh, so we're uh, we put together a cheer team for them because this year we weren't able to go and do do the run with them. But we have a we we actually have a cheer team, pom poms and everything. Don't laugh. Um, and we're going yeah we're going out there and we are cheering them on during all of this. And if you don't if you've never done a, a mud run or an obstacle type of charity run. You won't understand why a cheer team is important. It is important. You, you want somebody to fire you up because you tend to lose steam, you know, after a while. So that's going to yeah. be fun. Uh, also, we're we're um, stepping up the uh, the homeless outreach projects because the uh, cold is coming upon us. Not as cold as it gets in in New York. No way is cold over here in Northern Cali, but we're not used to cold, so. Last year it was getting colder than than we Northern Californians are used to. It was really hurting our homeless. So we're uh, stepping up our our warm clothing drives and our warm meal drives. So uh, that's what we've got going on in the works. How about you guys? I know you guys over at the New York Hero Initiative have have stuff going on. Yeah, you know, we, we I guess we've been uh, we, we've been trying to grow the team, and, and you know, one of the things that we found, and, and without boring people, is that uh, you know, I think we have a reliable core team of people who are yeah, great people who have contributed for for a good while in the team now. Um, but you know, if you, if you rely on just a few people week after week after week, th- these guys are volunteers. You know, they do this for nothing, and they volunteer their time right. and their money, and um, and it's easy to get burned out if you're you know if you're if you're <laughs> going solo for so long or in a very small team um so we you know we're looking to expand the team we we actually had um a few new people come along last weekend and and some really really good motivated people who had spent a lot of time researching you know what it is we do and ways that they can contribute um you know we we had some great guys and you know maybe they'll call in tonight but we had some great guys that, that came along with their own patches made up and uniforms and and a ton of kevlar you know walking around like like robocop out there and uh, it's, uh, <laughs> Um, but it's great to see. It's great to have some new energy and some fresh blood and fresh ideas. Um, the, the other thing that we're doing, which is, is pretty novel for us, is that there's been a ton of, of gang crime, um, which is kind of unusual for New York City. You know, I guess other areas have it a lot more. But around here, we've we've had a lot of gang crime, especially in the Bronx, and a ton of people shot and uh, bad things going on. Um, and, and one of the things that we're looking to do is um, not so much confront gang crime head on, and you know that that's really what the NYPD is paid to do. But um, to, to try to make a cultural change, particularly in the younger kids, about how you know thuggery as a lifestyle really isn't uh, isn't all it's cracked up to be, and that there are there are other ways to to build a nicer neighborhood and safer communities, and, and try to try to embody um, heroism as a as a culture, I think, in younger people. Um, and and that's through kind of we, we I think of it as like a positive propaganda really you know trying to get out there with flyers and, and promote the idea of uh, you know snitching on on gangs that you know are working in the area and turning over evidence to the police and you know trusting the authorities to to kind of improve things um, so you know that that's that's going to be a big focus for us over the next year. Well, you guys are busy. Um, just going out with you uh, into Harlem. 
that one night. I, I see what you guys do. You know, I think we were we were up there that night to to put a bunch of flyers up for a a subway mugger uh, yeah. who had done some damage. A lot of uh, he'd injured a few people. So yeah, I see I see what you guys cover. I see how late at night you're out there, and my admiration for you guys is just I I can't convey it right now. But the fact that you're out there. New York is not tiny. New York is huge, and you guys are covering so much of the area, just trying to get the word out. And and the whole thing comes back to volunteering. Like you said, it's you guys are volunteering. No one's paying you to do this crap. You could be home watching TV, you know, eating pizza. And <laughs> sure. instead, yeah, you guys are out there just, you know, spending your own money, spending your own time to try to help and and. If we could just get that message out to other people to to come out and you know join us, um, because we're helping them. You know, I'd like to see our numbers really grow. Uh, and for those of you who haven't followed us before, we've got hero initiative groups um, all across the country uh, in our chat room right now. Hi, Tree Song. Tree Song is the the actual name of the head of our uh, Illinois initiative uh, hero initiative group leader. And he is always working out there on especially political items like like the fracking that we all know is deadly. And if you don't know that it's deadly, you really are not paying attention. Watch Gasland. That'll freak you out. And it's very, it's spot on informative. And, and uh, Tree Song is right there in the forefront, boots on the ground out there trying to make sure that this stuff doesn't spread. Um, along with other things that he does in the uh, Gaia, uh, Gaia House Community Center. So if you're in Illinois, check him out, Carbondale, Illinois, to be specific. Uh, we've also got the Virginia Initiative. Hey, guys. Um, we have got, I'm trying not to forget people. We've got the Washington Hero Initiative. And uh, you know what? I'm going to end up forgetting somebody. And you guys, it's only because we just got back on the air. So <laughs> forgive me for not remembering everybody. There's there's more coming out there. And we have people offering to open up uh, new branches in, in new states, too. So uh, that's pretty exciting. And and even jolly old England. Right. Thank you. See, I know. <laughs> Joe London, who is the head of our uh, London, obviously, uh, Hero Initiative Group is going to kill me. I, I didn't ignore you on purpose, honey. It's, it's uh, We're just getting right back into the swing of this. So. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Thanks, Nightbug. Nightbug, who is next to me operating the uh, the, the board. And that's like board. the fried gold. There you <laughs> Thank you. One of my favorite movies. Um, let's what else have we got uh, some of our upcoming projects you know we, we there is one thing that I want to plug for maybe a minute we did take a trip across the United States last year last summer um, we raised we needed a uh, roughly about 17 grand we were trying we had a Kickstarter that we were trying to uh, to get funded and it was for our documentary Taking initiative, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, nation, nation of heroes. <laughs> nation of heroes. I wanted to say heroes. The heroes 101 has been on my mind for so. I'm going heroes one. No, nation of heroes. We we didn't make quite near seventeen thousand. We we only made a total of five thousand. So we privately funded the the rest. Um, but we did take our trip. We did film uh, our interactions with heroes that we had encountered along the way. And when I mean heroes, I mean people who are walking across America to try to draw attention to causes. I mean, walking literally across America. People who were trying to build new things in their area to benefit communities. Um, all kinds of people involved in, in volunteer heroic actions. And we put it uh, all together. We were going to make a big documentary movie out of it, but instead we're finding that there's too much to fit into one movie. And that is my alarm, which is going off right now. And uh, instead we are breaking it down into a weekly or biweekly web series and sharing heroes with you every week. And if you know any heroes, you know of somebody who's doing something amazing in your area, get in touch with us. Because if we have a way to 
you know, get to that person and to uh, get their story in our weekly web series, we'd love to. So um, right now, let's see. I'm I'm reading the chat room. <laughs> You're welcome for the for the shout out, Teresa. <laughs> Thank you for working so hard on the fracking related stuff, uh, which is what he's working on right now as we speak. See. That guy's working too much. But, yeah, so that's that's upcoming. That'll be um, launching mid-November. So listen in, and I promise you, if you've had a crappy, crappy day or a bad week, if you watch our little web series for half an hour, you'll come away going, you know what, I I actually feel better. Someone gives a crap, and they are, are doing something just because they know it's a good thing, the right thing to do. So. Yeah, and you, you know what, that, that's something that I, I think kind of <clears throat> is the core to what we do and the core to maybe why we can carry on doing it despite some of the uh, the challenges that you, you encounter when you're doing this. I think the, the fact that um, communities and, and, and just regular Joe Public responds in the way that, that people do when they see these kind of things. Um, and, and, you know, I'm thinking about when we were out um, in, I was lucky enough to be in San Francisco a couple of weeks ago and we went out on a needle pickup for, I think, oh, we yeah. did. 45 minutes and we picked up 57 needles or something crazy um, right and uh, you know and and uh, someone had had, uh, had given had given you uh, as, as a wedding present <laughs> some um, some really really awesome homeless packs and you know just just seeing the reaction on the people's faces when they receive these packs was, is just overwhelming and, and you know is, is a thousand fold more than the effort that we put in to, <laughs> to kind of get there um, oh my gosh I, yeah yeah, and I think similarly, you know, when we when we're out and about, you know, if we're doing a patrol, we were doing one recently to find a, a guy who'd been attacking a load of young girls in the Bronx, um, and and we get members of the public coming up to us who are just really motivated by seeing the fact that we're out there trying to bring this this guy to justice, and you know, nobody's going to side with a rapist, no one's going to side with a murderer or you know some, some uh, gang thug um, against you know against their community, and and everyone kind of gangs together and tries to tries to you know put some positive energy into solving these things um so you know i, I think like you said you know as as much as as we we can be an admiration and an inspiration to each other i think you know i i see exactly the same on the west coast with the fact that you know what you guys in la and and san francisco are doing the same with the virginia folks and and i really hope this documentary is going to show uh, not only what the initiative do but also you know just just what random people get up to and and examples of heroism that really inspire the public to to try to do the same absolutely um because we're finding that you know the more that we looked for people doing heroic things the more that they led to other people. It was wonderful. This person knew of another person. I guess like attracts like. So uh, my favorites are, are the ones we encountered along the way simply um, by chance, you know, that we hadn't already scheduled an interview with them. We just kind of ran into these people doing this. Or someone in town, like you said, they, they, they get together and they try to fight negativity, crime, and everything, you know, themselves. And these people in a barber shop were going, you should really interview this guy. He's trying to do this. He was the one who's walking across America, like I said, to try to, sure. yeah, I, I won't give it away, but he's trying to, to raise awareness to his cause. And he had already walked through how many states. Um, and we, we had a chance meeting with him because he just happened to have walked to the next town. Really good stuff like that. Uh, that trip in itself was, was pretty amazing. Um, I'm, you know, if if anyone's listening, because I know we've got a couple of people in the chat room, or if anybody's listening in right now live, and you want to call in and tell us about somebody who did something heroic this week or whenever, yeah, we love that stuff. We love that stuff. It's better than hearing about, man, if I hear one more story about ISIS, not to belittle it in any way, but it's... It's you can only hear so much of the negativity because I, I do watch the news, I do read the paper. You can only hear so much of it, and then your brain starts just becoming. It feels like it shrivels on me and gets bitter and scared and angry, and I need the balance. So this yeah. this show, yeah, this show feels like a, a more of a balance to me. You know, I think I think the, the whole thing about negativity is that the negativity that just begets more negativity is worthless. You know, it, it just snowballs and becomes this whole vicious circle. And whereas, 
you know, I think if you can use the negativity, and, and you know, we talked in this show about maybe having a hero of the week and a villain of the week, and right. it's kind of blowing the whistle on something that we see that's not so good. And and I think the only way that that's ever going to work and ever going to be kind of productive is if we show a villain of the week and what it inspires us to do. In right. And, and you know, I, I think if it's if it's some, someone that really pisses us off and we want to take violent action towards them, then then, then that's worthless. You know, it, it's got to be something that that inspires positive action and and, and positive change. Um, but, you know, that's my two cents anyway. And with that, <laughs> you know, with that, that is a, a good segue <laughs> into our villain of the week, our hero of the week. Oh, wait, um, what? Before we get started. Does anyone want to get out? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Now, Sorry. now you know what? Um, oh, first I have to address the plane that flew by. Yes. Ah. Yeah, there is a, if you heard a plane fly by, that's because we live very close to an airport. Um, and it, it, we have double-paned windows, but when one of the windows happens to be open, night bug. That's because it's hot in here. <laughs> it's just you, honey. It's just you. Um, but our villain of the week, um, if you want to go into that, Simon, we can. I just realized, you know, we, we, we never really talked about what heroism means to us or what, you know, how did we get in on the whole real-life superhero uh, gig. And since this is kind of a reboot of our radio show, this would be a good time to do it. Well, if you mean like. origin stories. Right. Wow. Okay. And well, you know, do you want to do you want to go ladies first? Do you want, can we hear the rock and roll uh, origin story? Yeah. You know what? I'll let you go first. Besides that, oh, origin really? story is an unplugged. This is a shameless plug. Origin story is the name of the book I'm writing, and it's got my origin story in there, which I'll condense down in like a one minute version after yours. But no, I'd I'd love to hear yours. Okay. Mine's not that Brilliant. exciting, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, my my origin story, I I. I was obviously, as you can tell from the accent, living in the UK, and uh, and I always wanted to get involved in something like this. I'd, I'd been in martial arts for a long, long time, many, many years, um, and and I, I watched a bunch of documentaries over there, just you know, news broadcasts about real life superheroes in the UK, and every single one of them had a great heart and, and seemed like awesome people, but you know, most of them were either not serious about what they were doing or they were just poorly trained and poorly equipped and, and, and just really putting themselves in massive amounts of danger. And, and it it kind of made me wow. think again about even wanting to get involved in anything remotely like this. Um, uh, so then, uh, like a bunch of other people, I saw this HBO documentary which had um, some really crazy people in New York, but also a, a guy called Dark Guardian um, who... Uh, you know, he, he was one of the guys that I saw on there who just genuinely seemed to be out there really doing good and in, 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 in a pretty sensible way as well, um, without putting himself in massive amounts of, of personal danger, but also, you know, I guess kind of pushing the boat. Um, and, and I liked his kind of calm attitude and the way he was approaching people. It wasn't confrontational and, you know, he uses de-escalation a lot. So... Um, so anyway, to cut a long story short, I moved to New York uh, a couple of years later, and the first thing I do is hook up with Dark Guardian, get out on some patrols, and, and, and really it started off as just the two of us um, kind of rebooting the New York team. Um, and it's pretty much picked up and snowballed from there, and we've we've got a good relationship and have a good team built up now. Um, and, and I think the interesting thing is, you know, we really don't have a, a leader as such. You know, there's no there's no one who's the head of the New York Hero Initiative, um, but there's a, there's a bunch of people who contribute a lot and are very dedicated, who kind of collectively run that team and and, uh, and kind of direct where we're going with it. Um, and and I think my my real motivation after moving here for getting involved, um, and this this may come into our villain of the week, is uh, was was seeing that although I think the New York Police Department have very good aims and and you know it, motivationally wise their 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 hearts are in the right place. Um, Right. There are many, many crimes that fall through the cracks and, and many things that just go wrong in, in this system. Um, and I, I'm particularly thinking about things like sex attacks, like attacks on minors, like hate crimes, you know, racial attacks, right. uh, homophobic attacks. There's so much of that that just doesn't get dealt with by the NYPD. Um, 
and and those are, are all kind of a, uh, I guess crimes that the communities can really get behind and community activism can really help uh, reduce the number of as well and just just by showing that, that as a community we, we're not willing to tolerate that kind of thing um, so you know that that's been the biggest motivation for me I think to get involved in in, in this kind of lifestyle you know and that's um, what we hope other people will find out about themselves that they they are going, I'm really tired of just sitting back and waiting for somebody else to do this, and that they'll come upon it, too. And, oh, we've got a caller. Do we do we want to take this call right now? What do you think, Spectre? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. all right, then. Not. Let's do it. Oh, uh, yeah, my uh, name is Jack. Um, I just had a question. I've been uh, getting interested in the RLSH and that kind of thing here lately and looking, and I keep seeing something about a ghost. Uh, what is that all about? Some troublesome ghosts or something? Ghosts. I'm I'm not sure what you're referring to, Jack. Uh, what What do you mean? Where Where have you heard the the term ghost? Um, it's been in a few of the groups. Uh, some of the some of the RLSH pages. Something about I don't know, a ghost running around or something. I was just curious about that. You know, it's really funny. Uh, Spectre, Nightbug, have you? Uh, I know Nightbug and I have been in the um, RLSH community for all four years now, and Nightbug actually for six, and Spectre for at least at least a couple now, right? Yeah, I guess and I'm I, three years in now. Yeah. Yeah, and well, I don't. I don't. Um, what I don't exactly? Really I don't know. I, I'm just new to it all, but something about an RLSV ghost or something. Well, there are definitely RLSVs, uh, and RLSVs, I I endorse them absolutely. And since you're new, um, welcome, by the way, because it's a, it's a pretty good community as long as you keep your eyes open and you learn to not listen to the people who should stay on their meds. <laughs> um, where, are you ca- where, where are you calling from, by the way, Jack? I am in Massachusetts. Massachusetts, fantastic. Um God, we drove through there last year. Anyway, uh, I was going to say that that RLSVs, real life super villains, uh, for those who who are listening and don't know, real life super villains are because we know some of the biggest and most long running uh, super villains. We know them personally. Actually, we've spent time in their homes. They've spent time in ours. They're obviously not really villains. They don't go knocking over banks. They don't go hurting people. What they do, the best ones do, is they keep tabs on people who call themselves real-life superheroes, and they call them out on their claims. So if you're claiming to have superpowers, the real-life supervillains, the good ones, will ask you to prove it. And when you obviously cannot prove that you don't have superpowers, that you have superpowers, rather, they will ridicule you for doing so now honestly for me that's great because i really don't mind somebody calling out these kids who go out with uh swords and who want to go out with guns i i think it's great to have someone calling them out going are you crazy because (laughs) really similarly the same as any online community you know any whether you're going into a video games forum or whatever you know where where lots of people live in uh in in kind of virtual identities i guess online um and you know this this one more than any because people create their own identities their own secret identities as well and and you know there's a lot of talk out there there's there's a lot of people who talk a lot and and do nothing and, and equally there's lots of really really awesome people and I've probably met some of the, the nicest people that I've known of at, at any point in my life through this community. Um, but there are a lot of people who, who, who talk a lot. And, you know, I think having someone who's willing to call them out and uh, call BS on some of what, what's being said is, is actually pretty valuable at times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, people would be running around rampant in this community. And, Jack, the reason that we care, because other people would say, why do you even care? We do care because... If we're, you know, I have friends in my, um, you know, in real life who I've known forever, and they will introduce me, you know, and or my family uh, as real life superheroes. Now, if there's somebody out there who's crazy pants running around who calls himself a super, real life superhero, it's going to affect the way that people view all of us. It already has. A few bad apples really does affect the whole barrel. So, um, 
Yeah. So if you what what made you decide to come uh into the real life superhero movement? Well, <clears throat> there was one thing. It was mind games on Friday night at eleven PM Eastern time. Don't speak to the Joker. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> that was kinda weird. <laughs> that was really weird. Uh okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a he had some good he had some good questions so cool. Yeah, let's <laughs> <Jack>. keep those. <laughs> yeah, hey, right on, dude. Thanks for calling in. That was really oddness, and and we liked it. Good good imitation, by the way. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it when people do stuff like that. Okay, so I'll see you later, huh? I'll give you a call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was fun. Um, so back back on the um. Back on our our track here, our little uh, agenda for the night. We oh, have. Yeah, you're what, not getting out of your origin story, are you? I was uh, I was looking forward to that. You know, I my origin. Let's see. I, I will only tell it if. Uh, okay, Miss Fit is Miss Fit is getting ready to call in uh, after seven thirty. So I I will keep whatever we're talking about right now really short. And if I have time later, I'll I'll get into my origin story. Um, cool, cool. But before Miss Fit calls in, we do have. We're going to start with our villain of the week. Uh, and our villain of the week is, and I'm going out on a limb because I love these guys, but I'm tagging um, a police department <laughs> as our villain of the week because uh, they have, how do I put this? They picked up the wrong person, and they're dragging with their investigation, and they are they have the wrong person in custody for a string of arsons in our local town. Now, I know that everybody says, oh, I didn't do it. Well, even if we were just a big group of people in denial, and when I say a big group of people, thousands of people in our town have come out and supported this person, facts are facts. And I said this very thing on the news uh, just a few days ago when they interviewed us live, um, that this person was on their way home from work at uh, close to 2 in the morning, And these fires, a string of seven fires, were started in our town, the first one being reported uh, ablaze at 12.50. This person that we know uh, didn't get off of work until close to 1.45. And then there were several other fires that were started after the police saw this person near one of the fires. Well, no duh, he's heading home. Um, and in our town, our town is like Mary, Mary, Mary RFD. It's very quiet, very peaceful. And, uh, so you see someone going home at two in the morning, you're going, what are you doing out two in the morning? Well, duh, he's coming home from work. Um, and he rides a bike. He's a peace loving, vegan, hippie ish guy that loves everyone and doesn't even like to joke about anybody getting hurt. His name is Steven Peterson. And, uh, our cops picked him up. And they said that he was near one of the fires. Well, okay, if I see a fire burning down my street and I'm on the way home, yeah, I'm going to check out what's going on down there. Absolutely. You can be damn sure of that. Also, so he got picked up at uh, 2.30 in the evening and arrested at 2.30 in the evening. The other fires were set near 3 o'clock in the morning. So you tell me. What the hell? It, that doesn't. None of it matches up. Not only that, they picked up a second person. Yeah, it gets it gets more ridiculous. The second person is a transient who um, already has admitted to setting one fire, and this is in the paper. A quote I take from the paper. He admitted it because he was on methamphetamines and just got in a fight with his wife. Now, let's think about this. You've got a transient who admits to setting one fire, who admits to being on meth, and admits to getting in a fire with his uh, in a fight with his wife earlier. <sighs> he admitted to one fire, you can be damn sure. I put money on the fact that he set the rest of the fires. And then you go and pick up this vegan, hippie, peace-loving guy who is a rights activist, human and animal rights activist, and has been um, in this town for years on suspicion of arson when he has alibis placing him still at work during the first fires. I call BS big time on that. So Alameda PD, you are our villain of the week. 
tomorrow we're going to go to court because there's supposed to be the first part of, uh, I guess it's preliminary hearing, and we're, we're really glad that we have the media on our side. The papers and the news have all been questioning this as much as I have tonight. So um, that's our villain of the week. Yeah, and, and you, know, you know what I kind of find scariest about that is the fact that you know, you assume that if you get picked up incorrectly, you know, by chance by the police and there's a mountain of evidence against the fact of you mm-hmm. being involved in anything, that eventually someone's just going to say, actually, we screwed up. Let's just let this guy go. Um, yeah. But the fact that, you know, Stephen's been arrested for a, a number of weeks now. and, and Right. You know, it's been two like weeks. Exactly. Yeah. It's been two weeks now. And um, the what the lawyer told us and his parents is that uh, we can't talk too much about the case, so I won't give details, but they, they have everything that they want. They wanted to build everything so that there is no question um, about dropping this case. So tomorrow we know what's going on from there. But I can tell you right now, we've already had the town came out and did three fundraisers in two weeks already and raised thousands of dollars for him. Um, this is the whole town backing him up. So it's it's um, there are so many holes in their case, and like I said, I can't talk about them. But man, they will have riots completely on on a on their hands if they don't, you know. And that's not a threat. That's that is the buzz going around that they're going to have protests, right? Whatever they have to do to get this guy out of jail because they got the wrong guy. Anyway, with that. Simon is not who I'm going to talk to right now. Specter is who I'm going to Specter, <laughs> would you please tell us who our hero of the week is? Our hero of the week is uh, is a local of California, is the lovely Miss Fit. I love that name. Why is she called Miss Fit? Oh, have you have you not seen the photos? <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, I, I must admit, I, I you know, I, I, having only been out to meet the uh, the California group very recently, um, I had, you know, I'd seen photos of, of Misfits promo shots and things, um, and you know, you always assume that there, there may be an element of Photoshop involved when someone looks this this sculpted and this uh, this this just awesome. Um, but meeting right. her, she is uh, is Misfit is is a great name. <laughs> right, she is. She was runner-up from Miss Olympia, and she um, she just she's got the most amazing body. And what goes along with it? Because I saw her bot her picture before I met her at uh, it was the Hope event, our homeless outreach event in San Diego every year. It was in 2011, and I was kind of afraid to meet her. I was like, oh my God, is she going to be tough and mean? Uh, sure. I think she's the sweetest person you're probably ever going to meet in your yeah. lifetime. Sweetest, kindest, and hopefully she'll be able to call in uh, in a little bit. I know she is coming off of, believe it or not, another interview tonight. So if she gets a chance, she'll call into our show and uh, tell us about this big event this weekend that she um, she put together a team for. Um, and until she does, uh, I guess we'll tell you that she's, She's put together a team of of um, people to do the Northern California Warrior Dash. It's a Warrior Dash mud run, and it's been going on for a few years now. And for the past three years, Miss Fit has put together uh, a team that is raising money because the beneficiary is St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Not only has she put together this team and inspires us to try to you know work out and do this obstacle course, which was hell the first year but it was so much fun because we all took care of each other and helped each other you know over these obstacles through the mud crawling on your hands and knees no exaggeration um and she helped us to raise the money um to make us the top fundraising team in california and when i say top fundraising i'm talking to the tune of almost sixteen thousand the first year and I believe it was 15000 last year. And this year, we've still got half a week to go, and we're up to over 13000 right now. Wow, that's incredible. Isn't it amazing? This woman. And she does all this because uh, she's known people with cancer, and she's got a soft heart, especially for the kids. 
And she knows that these kids can't run themselves, so that's why she does this. Um, she became a part of the, uh, I don't want to tell her origin story, but I believe she became a part of the real-life superhero community uh, at least four or five years ago. And, you know, Spectre, when you were talking about people who talk a lot and don't really do stuff, she's the embodiment of the polar opposite of that. She doesn't talk a lot. She just does a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, always inspiring someone. Yeah, I mean, like, like you say as well, she's a, she's obviously a busy woman. I mean, and, and again, I don't want to steal her thunder, but she's got a ton of stuff going on, hasn't she? You just see, you know, you see from the web all, all of these various projects that she's working on at the moment, and it's uh, it's, it's truly inspirational. I, I I love being connected, you know, even even via the internet to people who are uh, just so motivated and just contributing so much to their community. I, you know what, I agree. I love the connection, and that's why we do this show because. You said earlier that you've met some of the nicest people you've ever met um, through this this hero community and such and online. I agree, man. Some of the coolest people in the world um, have have come out from this this hero this whole thing that Nightbug got me into. By the way, today is is our um, one month wedding anniversary. This time last year. Specter, you were at our wedding, and I think we last might have month. been. I mean, last month, we. I think we were uh, lightsaber dueling, uh, or maybe I no. It was I, I don't that. remember it. I don't think it was that noteworthy, was it? <laughs> was was nah. it anything special? Was it just like a <laughs> nah, pretty, nah. pretty regular wedding, right? Yeah, pretty regular wedding. Pretty boring. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> we say laughing because we're the biggest geeks in the world, and we had a Star Wars themed wedding. And when I say Star Wars themed. Darth Vader walked me down the uh, down the aisle, um, and Yoda married us. So I don't know if it gets any geekier than that. Um, no reward is worth this. <laughs> Thanks, Nightbug. Awesome. I appreciate it. And Nightbug talked me into it. He twisted my arm completely. Right. This this is coming from the woman who wanted to do like an an all inclusive geek wedding originally. Oh, you mean like include yeah. like Harry Potter, Potter and, Lord Lost the and Lord of the Rings and all of our other favorite geeky things? Yeah, yeah. I'm a big Star Wars nerd, and and so is my co-host because, as I recall, and it's in you know pictures, my co-host was dressed as a dark Sith, and uh, happened to escort Darth Vader and I down the aisle. That was so, uh, uh, yeah. That, that was truly uh, truly a high point that I look back on. I think that, that, that was. was uh, that was pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> it, was it was pretty oh. surreal, but uh, yeah, certainly a high It point. was. What and made it even head. more fun was we had the 501st and uh, the Mandalorian Mercs there, too. I think there were maybe 12 of them at the... Something like that. There were a I lot. Like yeah. You said it was going to be eight. It seemed like more. Yeah, yeah it, it was they, definitely... They were incredible, weren't they? I mean, oh. oh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I'm... We sidetracked for a second, but um, I we were we were talking about Misfit and all this wonderful. She's one of the first, very first people we met, um, and so we like working with other teams. When anybody, you know, the ex, there's a team out there for those people who don't know anything about the real life superhero community. Man, they're out there. There are hundreds of us now, and uh, a handful that are consistently doing things hero worthy. Um, we know we don't have superpowers, so when we when you hear super, it's just because if we said extreme altruist, would you know what the hell we were talking about? Probably no. not right away. So when we say real-life superheroes, you get it. Oh, I get it. These guys are trying to do something good. Yeah, that's, that's us. Um, yeah, and, you know, I, I completely agree with what you said earlier on, that, you know, as much as we, we tried to get away from the whole superhero's name a while ago and... and rename ourselves something else and but uh, i i love the fact that superheroes has this kind of geeky comic book comic connotation and and it, it's like a tongue-in-cheek kind of you know light-hearted way of looking at, at the movement and um as long as as long as that movement's not tarnished by people you know giving us a bad name then i, I i'm all for sticking with that it's uh you know there's, there's nothing wrong with a bit of humor and a bit of comedy and everything that's absolutely it. If you take yourself too seriously, and there are people out there who take themselves seriously and say that they have superpowers, um, 
Yeah, okay, whatever, dude. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. And it really you, doesn't. If you can just please not associate yourself with the real-life superhero movement, we wouldn't be you know, fighting so hard to establish some semblance of integrity to go along with that title. But, you know, it's 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 been a long fight, and it's still hard um, to keep it serious, you know, but, but laughable at the same time. Yeah, it's kind of hard to gain integrity when you're wearing a costume with tights, isn't it? But (laughs) it's something we do. (laughs) It is. It's something we do. Um, Now, I don't know. You know, I won't. I told her no pressure. If she doesn't get to call in tonight, uh, well, we can definitely talk to her next week. That'll be after the dash, um, which is, you know, which is great because then we can hear the horror stories of, of crawling through the stanky mud and jumping over the fire pits and all that other. man that stuff i i came out with scars from the last one it's not wow. like yeah i actually did i got cut up pretty bad in the last one um but you know that's 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 the exception not a lot of people get that hurt i'm just a klutz uh <laughs> but so in the event that she doesn't call you know what we are wow this has been a really quick show cuz we've got 14 minutes left um, but I, I have a backup hero of the week story that I actually just found this on Google before the show, and it it really stuck in my head as something I, I wanted to share on on this show because it, it kind of speaks to our our ethos and the way we work, and I think it goes back to the fact that negativity begetting more negativity is is worthless and and you know is is a vicious circle. But this, right. this story about a guy, I'm just digging out his name to, to try not to butcher it. Um, there was a train guard called uh, Joe Macquinanzi in, in um, this was in uh, in Australia of all places um, and actually yeah this was in Queensland in Australia and this guy Joe is a is a conductor on a train he goes around taking people's tickets and uh, he's walking down the train collecting tickets and there are two young guys on there uh, who've got their feet on the seat and there's people standing up who want to sit down so this mm-hmm. guy. And politely says, "Could you guys please move your feet off the seat?" And uh, and they launched into an absolute tirade of racial abuse. Joe's black, and and uh, oh. it was all you know the, the the tired old racial uh, stereotypes that they threw at him. And and this went on for for minutes. Um, and the way this has been publicized is that one of the attackers actually took a YouTube video of, of this this racial assault that they launched against this guy Joe, um, and and put it on YouTube. So. Um, so Joe stood there, and, he, and he's completely calm and collected. You see it on the video, and he uh, he just calmly asks them to move their feet. They they launch into this racial abuse, and he backs off, um, goes down the aisle, does his job, focuses, calm and collected. And some other passengers on the train take umbrage at this uh, the racial language that's been used and uh, confront these kids. And Joe actually gets in the middle of them and breaks this this fight that's going to escalate up and and just calmly talks everybody down. Uh, The train stops, the kids get off, and there's no, you know, there's no massive drama. There's no huge fight. Um, The the kids were taken into custody because of the way they behaved. Um, But Joe was actually quite outspoken afterwards, saying this is a a rare thing. You know, I don't get tons of racial abuse in my job. Um, and, And it just kind of reinforced to me that it's not about meeting violence with violence is that, that's not what we do we don't go out on the streets looking for drug dealers and rapists in the in, in the, the hope that we can find them and kick their asses you know certainly if they, if they get arrested it's not a bad thing um but actually when we do get into these confrontations and, and violent situations our whole strategy is around de-escalating and calming things down and you know trying to walk away um with with dignity and, and without conflict um, oh that's why this Hero of the Week story stuck in my head, you know. Right. Fantastic for Joe, because I, if we could have more stories that end that way, wonderful. Instead of these awful things that you see on World Star Hip Hop, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Exactly. I just have to say that. That is not how the world should be. You shouldn't be filming this stuff. You should be de-escalating it and breaking it up. Um, oh, and speaking of uh, Hero Stories, we have got... Both uh, the White Scorpion and Misfit on wow. the line. So let's bring them on, Nightbug, if you will. And we will give them the remaining part of our show, which is, I believe, only uh, almost 10 minutes to uh, to promo their stuff. Let's see. We've got, we've got one. There we go. Hey, welcome. Is this the White Scorpion and Misfit? Hi. 
Hi. Yep, this is the white scorpion. Hey, hey you two. You're both on. Wonderful. We've got... Ten minutes left. Well, actually, we'll say eight. That way we can have two minutes to wrap it up. But we've got eight minutes, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it is. We've we've started it off. We've heated it up a little for you, warmed it up about the Warrior Dash and how we're the top fundraising team for the last three years and such. So um, if there's more that you want to tell us, we would love that. We'd love that. It's Take It Away, Misfit, and her husband, the White Scorpion. Oh, my God. Um White Scorpion, I'll let you talk. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I want to say is That's that good, I mean, yeah. obviously, I'm sorry, the success of uh, this team wouldn't be what it is without you guys, Brock, Zach, and I, Buzz. So uh, just a huge thank you to you for uh, for all the things that you do on our team from day one. Oh, you're welcome. It's it's a pleasure. It is absolutely a pleasure. So I was going to say, you know, you were talking about the top fundraising team. We're at, um, I did a little looking around to see what the other teams had done since it's the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, the top fundraising team right now is out of New Jersey, and they have raised $16,910. So that's only that's only two or $3,000 away from where we're at. So uh, we we should catch those guys. Oh, you know what? I said top fundraising for California. I said for California. I didn't realize that we were close to the top fundraising, you know, for anyone. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, we're number we're number two in the country right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's wow. cool. You heard it here first, guys. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, and, and you guys, this this is Spectra. Just just wondering, maybe you could tell us a little bit about uh, what charities you're, you're collecting money for, and, and I'm also interested in how you're going about that that fundraising. You know how how you're actually generating that that kind of interest. Well, we're uh, well. The charity is St. Jude, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, and it's mostly curing, uh, you know, working to help and cure kids with cancer and, and do research to cure cancer in general. So, um, you know, we feel it's a worthy cause because of that. Absolutely. It, and, and Denise has, you know, and we all have personal connections to, to. Uh, we all know somebody with cancer who's fought it or has lost a battle with it or whatever. Now, we don't personally know any kids with cancer, but, um, and, you know, and hopefully we, we don't ever have to, but, uh, you know, it's a terrible thing for anyone to have to go through. Sure, sure. Denise, Denise has her hard. own... Uh, personal story there yeah well um i'm just going to answer the second part of that question as far as how we're going about developing interest we um we're doing a lot we have an amazing team um of of people um who are using social media and personal contacts to get the word out about what we're doing and um we're posting details about the lead up in our training which has been um you know on a daily basis uh, and sharing our message. I love on social media, and uh, I have a little bit of a, of a following through my bodybuilding career, and uh, so um, that crowd is really connected to health and fitness, and uh, we've had uh, really great success with sharing our message through social media and just having a great team. Uh, and I think that when people see you, Training and working and, and devoting uh, so much energy to prep for this kind of an obstacle course, which is what we're doing, um, I think that they uh, they feel good about pushing uh, our efforts, both on a personal level and on one for this charity. So yeah, yeah, and I must say, you know, you, you guys are an inspiration, and, and literally, I mean, I've had people in the New York team who are already saying to me, "Hey, let's next year, let's let's do the same kind of thing. Let's try to, you know, try to form our own Warrior Dash team over here on the East Coast." And uh, it, you know, it becomes contagious when you see that kind of nice. enthusiasm. That's nice. fantastic. Yeah, I, I, you know, I hope you do. And if you need any help with uh, pointers on what we're doing and how we're doing it, just you know, let us know. You know yeah, may, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll even come out and run with you. Nice. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, if people want to give to help us catch that New Jersey team, uh, if people want to give, where will they go? So the website is activism.com, 
A-C-T-I-V-E-I-S-M.com. And that page is dedicated to all of our team members, um, and the donations can be made through that page by clicking on any one of the team members, and all the money goes directly to St. Jude. Um, but it gives people an opportunity to see who the Misfits for Life are, all the team members, and uh, to donate, they can click on any single one of those members and uh, help our team push, hopefully, to first place uh, in the nation. First so that, place that, in the that, nation. Um, wow. Yeah. So it's active-ism.com, if anyone wanted to hear that again, active-ism.com. Sweet. And now, you guys, what what um is your – I have to ask this, because next week I'm hoping to get some of the people who are in it, including you two, to tell us how it went. Um, because, uh, you know, not that many people I know personally have ever done a mud run or an obstacle course. So what are your big, what are your biggest obstacle fears? Because you guys have done a few. Which are your least favorite obstacles? Hills. Hills? hills? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. I hate those hills. Oh. Uh, the, hill, the hill is hard. I mean, the first obstacle, I think, is uh, that mile. It, it feels like a mile almost straight up. and that, It does. It's horrible. That's hardcore. Um, I'm, I'm a little uh, anxious about the new Goliath. Uh, because it's got that giant slide <laughs> that that oh. you end up in this big uh, pond of uh, muddy water. So I'm a little anxious about that, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I bet you would enjoy that more, though, than I, I heard about the ice water challenge. In, in Was that in Hawaii? I believe that was Hawaii. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Uh, yeah. that, that was Southern California. That... Um, that I would not want to do again. I could not catch my breath. I thought they were going to have to get a defibrillator for me. Um, okay, so let yeah, let, let me set that one up. So it's a it's a um, it's a shipping container filled with water and filled with ice, and then it's got three barriers with barbed wire once you get in, so that you have to duck under the barbed wire three times to get out. And um, uh, Miss Fit, why don't you talk about your experience in the water? Yeah, make it quick, though, because we only got a couple minutes, so. (laughs) Well, you know, your body's already a little heated up because you've been running, and so you get into this water and you're thinking it's going to be refreshing, but it's so cold that you can't catch your breath. And Uh. honestly, I tried to escape. I tried to jump. (laughs) I tried to jump out of it from the side, and nobody would let me do that. And poor white scorpion. Um, he (laughs) He was in there waiting for me, trying to get me out. Oh, wow. And I was forced to go under, but it was intense. That was oh, no kid. I, I don't think I could do that one. I'll be honest. The cold just scares me. Well, I want to thank you guys, and I want to invite you guys back uh, next week to let us know how it went because I, I want to hear more details like this. But we've got a little over a minute and a half to wrap it up. So um, I want to thank you both, White Scorpion and Miss Fit, and check out active-ism.com. Uh, give give because it helps children uh seriously we we got to help them um i want to thank uh our caller <laughs> for his weird his weird time and and also uh for everybody in the chat room and my co-host uh we'll be back next week same time my co-host do you want to give us a a goodbye out oh thank you very much indeed as well it's been uh, been good to be back on the air with you i look forward to doing it uh, every week every week Oh, nice. It was good chatting with you, too, Simon. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Yeah, see, it's... Thank you for having us on. Oh, we love he, it. You know, we're going to root you guys up. Simon really classes the place up. He does, right? It's that <laughs> British accent. It's just, I'm yeah. telling you, other Brits would go, yeah, no big deal. But for us, we're going, that sounds wonderful. I want to hear more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Brit, man. You're Brit Man. He's Brit Man. We're just going to change his name to Brit Man. So, yeah, join us next week. We will have a new hero and villain of the week. Um, and we will be telling you more about how the dash went and some other great stories. Thanks again, everybody. This is Heroes 101 Radio. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye now.
I, I didn't know how this machine worked. 